You are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I talked to a product manager. Her name is Jordan Jordan, coincidentally enough. First name Jordan, last name Jordan. And it was a really interesting profession to dive into. And it's something that I'm really leaning towards too as well. After she described it, I thought it was super interesting. And if you are interested in a myriad of different things, whether it be marketing, tech, uh, business, kind of includes all parts of it and that's why i found it really interesting because i'm really interested in a lot of different things so i think that for somebody that is interested in a lot of different uh far-reaching things it's really interesting uh but i don't want to do most of the talking i want to let jordan talk more about it thank you so much for listening and i hope you enjoy this episode all right so just like introduce yourself and talk a little bit about who you are and what you do yeah, I, my name is Jordan Jordan, and yes, that is my real name. Um, I'm, I married into it, and, and I love it. Um, and I am a manager of product management, uh, and I work at the Home Depot. I'm currently based in Austin, Texas, um, and I, I love being a product manager. I think it's an amazing role, and I would love for more people to know about it, uh, especially teenagers when they're thinking about what career path they want to go down um, I think that product management is just an awesome career for anybody hmm. so what is like your job description so could you like elaborate a little bit more on what your duties are yeah so a product manager is this cool uh, position within a company that really is this in-between kind of go-between person so uh I am on the business side, and I work online, so I'm an online product manager, Um, but I really work day-to-day with UX designers. Um, I have a development team of engineers that are writing code for the website, Um, and then I have stakeholders that I work with, and those are people that um, have a very high interest in what I'm doing and Um, who I'm doing it for. So I kind of need to be in touch with them to make sure that we're all on the same page. And so those are the three groups of people that I work with on a day-to-day basis, uh, making sure that everybody's needs are met and that we're all kind of going towards the same goal. And my goal is to do what's best for the customer. And I'm trying to figure out what is the most appropriate thing that I can deliver for our customers so that they are feeling really delighted and want to keep shopping with us. Um, And I'm always just keeping them top of mind. Mm -hmm. Um, But then day to day, I'm working with my designers, my engineers, and my stakeholders to make sure that we're achieving that goal for the customer. So I'm really fighting for the customer. Mm, So it's really like, kind of the middle person between a lot of different industries and i think that's really interesting so did you always know that you wanted to work in this industry from an early age i always knew that i wanted to work um online some by some way but um i certainly had no idea what that would look like i had never even heard of product management until maybe five years ago um, it wasn't really a, a role that I had ever heard of, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that 
I love doing now, and I'm so glad that I found it. Um, but mm. I didn't start that way. <laughs> yeah. So you talked about how you didn't actually know about what uh, being a product manager was. So what was like the first time you heard about this position? Yeah, so I had been working online ever since I um, started in the corporate world, which was in 2011. Um, and I had always been working with uh, developers or engineers. Um, it means the same thing, I guess. Uh, depends on who you ask. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until I went to work for Abercrombie & Fitch did I find out that there was this role that was officially called product management um, and really all the stuff I had been doing prior to that was product management. I just didn't know that it had a, an exact term for it. Um, and product management has really become, um, such a huge role. You see it a lot in Silicon Valley companies, uh, or technology companies. Um, but the practice of product management has been around for years, um, prior to being a technology role. Yeah, so how did you first attain this job? Did you go to college after you heard about it and start studying it there? Or did you learn from like more of an experience or you like worked your way up? What was your, how did you like attain becoming a product manager? Yeah, so I definitely worked my way to it. Um, in college, I, um, I went to Ohio State and I got, I studied fashion merchandising uh, so I changed my, I actually changed my major probably three or four times before I landed on fashion merchandising. So I think I always wanted to be kind of in this fashion world, um, doing something with fashion online. It just seemed like that was the path I was going down. Um, and after I graduated college, it was the height of the recession. Uh, so I just kind of took any job I could get but I worked retail. Um, so I worked at a bunch of different clothing stores. Um, I was a store manager at one point. Um, I ended up working at Nordstrom for a pretty long time. I was a stylist there. And then I got the opportunity to work for the limited at their corporate headquarters in Columbus, Ohio. And I was an assistant online merchant. Um, and that, kind of meant a lot of things it was sort of this catch-all role but I was super excited because it was a corporate job and I got to work online which I thought was awesome and um, I, I mean I really did everything on the site I moved products around so I merchandise physically merchandised the site how I thought that people would shop it um, and I was checking every product page that we had um, I, I was down in the nitty gritty and I learned everything I could about the website and one of wow. my mentors, yeah, one of my mentors, uh, from that role, um, kind of my first week on the job, she was introducing me to people and she introduced me, um, to this guy named Eric, who was one of our IT developers. And she said, you know, you want to treat Eric, uh, the best because mm -hmm. he does amazing things for us. And, uh, I mean, that is kind of my mantra anyways, you should always treat people mm -hmm. super well. Uh, but she was right. I mean, Eric, if there was anything that I could think of that I thought would be really helpful for the customer on our site, Eric was the guy to make it happen. And mm -hmm. because I became such 
good friends with Eric. You know, we had a good relationship and so we could get things done really quickly. And so early on, I kind of realized, hey, I work really well with IT developers. Um, I can communicate with sort of all parts of the business and um, and we can make some awesome things happen for our customers. Um, and so if you can get other people excited about doing things, they'll, they'll want to do it for you, uh, which is probably one of the biggest strengths you can have as a product manager. Um, and so I worked in online merchandising for a really long time. And then I went to Abercrombie. I worked for a startup kind of in between. And working for a startup, you do everything. You do all kinds of jobs. I mean, I was working in the warehouse some days, unpacking boxes um, that were going to be shipped out to customers. And I worked in the call center to train the call center people on um, what type of customer service we should provide to all of our customers. And uh, it was really fast paced and it was really exciting. Um, but then I ended up going to Abercrombie where I officially became a product manager. And once it was sort of solidified in that role, um, I had a sense of pride, I guess, of, okay, mm -hmm. everything I've been doing has led up to this. And um, I think, the again, like I said, the biggest strength a product manager can have is being able to talk to all kinds of different people and getting being able to influence others and get them to see your side. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to be this champion for the customer and say, um, look, we're, we're getting a lot of customer complaints about this type of issue. I think that if we can solve that problem by doing this, um, that we could see some really great returns. And then you have a whole team around you that will build that for you and then deliver it out to the website. And then you get to see wow. what kind of impact your change has made. Um, mm. And we, we run A-B tests so that we can really see, hey, did your hypothesis actually work out um, and how much value has it brought to the company or how much value has it brought to the customer? And we have lots of ways of tracking that type of thing. Uh, but it's really cool. So kind of anything you can think of uh, that you think will improve a customer experience, um, you sort of do that scientific method and say, my hypothesis is this, and let's see how it plays out. And you get to see your results. And sometimes you have big wins and sometimes you don't, but mm -hmm. either way you, um, you know, you have the data to back up uh, one way or the other, how things worked out on your website. Wow. So yeah. I just want to clarify a little bit. Um, is it like Aerocombi Air, and Fitch, the corporate, like the corporate place or I, I mean like their corporate like headquarters or like a corporate building or is it like at a store that you're a product manager? No, yeah, so I was at the corporate headquarters, which is also in Columbus, Ohio. There's a uh -huh. ton of great great retailers and great companies headquartered in Columbus, Ohio. Um, uh -huh. So it was at the home office, which yeah. is an amazing campus. But, um, yeah, that, that does seem like a misnomer. So when you say product yeah. manager, you could be a manager of a specific uh, like physical product or clothes, I guess you could say. Um, but in this sense, product management um, is over a certain aspect of our website or some sort of technology. Uh -huh. So the way that you'll be, uh, the product that you will be in charge of will be different for every company you're at. But when I was at Abercrombie, I was 
kind of in charge, the product experience that I was in charge of was the uh, product details page. So that page that you, once you kind of narrow down your results, you say, I want this shirt. You go to that shirt page and you pick your size and you add it to bag. Um, That page was the experience that I was in charge of. And so we completely redesigned that whole experience and um, had an amazing team um, that did that. And um, I'm not, I don't work for Abercrombie any longer. Mm -hmm. I'm at Home Depot now, Um, but it's the same. Yeah. So it's the same principles, um, same learnings that I had at Abercrombie. I was able to take them to Home Depot. Uh, Home Depot sets up their product management uh, organization in a very similar way. Uh, We just have a lot more product managers at Home Depot than we Mm -hmm. did at Abercrombie. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah so i'm assuming it's like a lot of different aspects of the website so you said you did the product details but there's like a lot more like there's probably like the contact pages like a bunch of different pages so each yeah like respective one has its own respective product manager it can yeah it just depends on how big your organization is how much um you can support that Mm -hmm. uh home depot has um, I think we have a team of close to 60 product managers um, mm-hmm. and everyone has sort of different disciplines, so to speak. The group that I'm involved with is more, um, owns the what we call the front end experience of the website. So sort of uh, so everything that the customer sees, that visual aspect to it, our group is somewhat mostly in charge of that part of the website um and then we have some platform teams where um where they're involved with search and recommendations um and they are product managers for sort of what powers the technology for when someone types in a search on home depot um what results come back Uh, so you have product managers that that is their uh that's their bread and butter they understand uh search queries and um and recommendations and um, and so I work with them as well um, but it's great we have tons of different product managers um, mm. and what I like most about uh, this role and kind of why I reached out to you um, just to teach people about product management is I think that nowadays there's so much going on in the tech world and m- when I'm seeing articles and just everything coming through, I'm thinking, man, I wish that I had been a developer or, you know, learned how to code because I feel like that's where everything is pointing towards is learning how to code. And I don't have that skill set. I'm not a a technological type person, um, but I am still in the technology world with my role as a product manager And so I find that really exciting that you don't have to be a technology oriented person to still participate um, in this, you know, in the next Mm -hmm. big thing with technology. So a product manager does not have to be able to code anything. um, But as long as you can speak to people uh, and sort of get the, the gist of what they're saying and doing, you'll be fine. Um, mm. and so that's what I love about it. Cause I can talk to designers and I can understand what motivates them. I can talk to my developers and understand what motivates them. Um, 
And then my stakeholders, I, I know what motivates them as well and kind of what everyone is pushing for. And I take all three of those groups and uh, kind of try to please everybody as much as I can while our guiding light is what is it that the customer wants and what will the customer respond to? And then we can all get on the same bandwagon and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, you talked a bit about like if you kind of understand what they're saying from a bunch of different aspects, but is it kind of difficult if you don't know like any technical code? Is it difficult to understand or is it like, um, you know, is it easier? To, is it pretty simple to understand like when somebody has a problem with their code or is it just like something that you don't really deal with? Yeah, so I never, I, I don't know the other, I don't know the coding languages. Um, I don't get into the nitty gritty of the code base. Um, I just have a very good relationship with my developers and good developers are able to explain a problem to mm-hmm. you in terms that you'll understand. Um, and if they can't, you know, we'll just keep talking until we can figure out together. Yeah. Um, but really it comes down to you know you can we can talk pretty easily about things um because i can say hey we got this customer complaint um you know something's acting kind of buggy on the website and so we'll go in together and try to recreate whatever issue the customer is having so then if we can see what that issue is then together we can kind of solve it my role is really to say well here's what the customer was trying to do um, let's think of ways that we can solve that problem for them. Um, and mm-hmm. the developers can help understand if there was a bug that caused this problem. Um, and they'll know how to fix it. Um, yeah. And so m- my role is really to help just speed things along and make sure that they're getting whatever help that mm-hmm. they need um, to make their job easier. So I try to remove roadblocks for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um So everyone can do their job, but really the best relationship, I mean, anyone can talk to a developer. Again, you don't need to to know everything, Um, but as long as you're willing to learn and try to understand, um, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But as soon as the the discussions get really technical, you know, I kind of bounce out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I say, well, you know, that that's for you guys to discuss and um, yeah. you know, loop me in if there's anything I can, I can help with. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think being humble is really important, too, because mm. I don't know everything. Sometimes I do know the answers to certain problems, but uh, by no means do I know everything. So mm-hmm. um, it's really a team sport. And luckily, I work with great people that are always wanting to help the customer. And so we'll try to always... Uh, figure out what where is the problem how many people is it impacting how quickly can we resolve it things like that so it's a lot of problem Mm -hmm. solving for sure yeah yeah and you sound like you have a lot of different and really like diverse duties so would you say when you go into the office is it more of you do the same thing every day like an accountant who does the same thing like almost every day on their desk or is it kind of like you don't know what to expect every day. Like every day is a different set of tasks. Yeah, um, it's def- I want to say it's different every day, but um, it is definitely, it, it is not sitting down at a computer 
doing the exact same thing, thing every day. Um, you know, it's kind of, you have these seasonal type things that you know are going to be coming up. So for instance, I know that um, around this time of year, we're always going to start preparing for uh, what we're going to be doing next year. So I create this whole roadmap um, of what we want the customer experience to be like for our product um, and what that's going to look like in 2020. We start doing that planning. You start it kind of a few months ago, but you really start to nail out the, the details around this time every year. And so your time around this time of year will be spent on really starting to finalize what is that customer experience for the next couple of years going to look like. So I know that will happen. Um, and so that type of activity requires doing a lot of research. You work with your user uh, researchers trying to find answers to things. Um, you're trying to get data to back up a lot of your theories. Excuse me. Um, and so you start working with a lot more people outside of what maybe your normal day-to-day -day group looks like. Um, so there mm -hmm. are activities like that during the week um, some things are going to be the same every day which is you'll have a stand-up with your team so that's your development team and your um, UX designer and you guys are talking about hey what did we work on um, a couple days ago or you know what did we work on the day before today what are we going to do differently today uh, how are we going to just keep the momentum going what are some learnings we had? We kind of just do this quick stand-up of a gut check of where we're, where we're at so that mm -hmm. we can keep pushing forward. So you're going to do those types of things every day. Um, but then once the day kicks off, it, is, it can just be really crazy. Yeah. I mean, you'll have people asking you for data um, and, you know, get me – I need you to write a white paper about your product, which is something that will take longer than a day. But usually when someone needs something, it's going to be pretty quick. Um, you might be working on a presentation that you're going to show other stakeholders. Um, a lot of your role is really, again, like influencing others, but also um, convincing others to really care about what you care about. So mm -hmm. you have to figure out who is your audience and how can you get them on your side about something. So I might have to create some sort of PowerPoint presentation and tell a story about, you know, here's the customer problem I'm trying to solve. Here's how I think I can solve it. Here's the type of, uh, here's how long I think it's going to take us to do that. Are you, is everyone on board with this? And you just, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're trying to convince the business to do the right thing. Uh, but you also need to show that you know what you're talking about. Um, so it's a lot of people skills, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and um, yeah. you know, I was wondering what this like the standard approach for getting into this field is kind of like because it really encompasses a lot of different aspects and industries. So is there like a product management degree that people can go to in college, or is there like you know what what would you say is like a standard path to get into this occupation? Yeah, so um, I asked around with a bunch of my peers, my coworkers, and all of us have such different backgrounds. 
in how we got to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's a promising thing. Um, I have a friend who worked in radio for a little bit. Um, I have friends that worked in the nonprofit sector before coming to product management. I have a lot of friends that um, have an MBA. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have an MBA. I just worked my way to mm-hmm. this role. Um, I don't believe that there's a product management uh, degree that you can get from a um, from a typical college. I know that they do have sort of um, certifications that you can get. You can become a certified product manager. I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend that. I don't think that I haven't um, – That I yeah, I definitely would not recommend that. Mm-hmm. Of the people I work with, I don't think that that type of certification would help you in getting the job necessarily. It really comes down to what type of experience do you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everyone that I work with has very diverse backgrounds. I mean, I came from fashion merchandising and this fashion role, so to speak. Um, but really my focus was always around technology and I just kind of came into this role. Um, I think a lot of good entry level, there there isn't necessarily an entry level role for product management, but, um, you know, working as an analyst and getting to know data really well would be a great first step into product management. Um, There are some organizations that have, like assistant product managers, which could be an entry-level role, and then you would progress your way up to, you know, manager or product management. But um, I think kind of any role within technology is certainly going to help you get into product management. Mm -hmm. Um, For my world specifically, I really like seeing people that have retail experience, and retail meaning you worked in a store at some point, because... I feel very strongly that having worked in lots of stores um, with my own personal background helped me empathize with the customer a lot better. So when you are working day in and day out where you have to help customers face to face, that's when you really start to understand what are the customer problems and what are their frustrations. Um, And it makes you want to help them a lot more. Um, it's harder to have that same empathy when you're just sitting behind a desk all day. Um, mm. You're very removed from the customer and kind of understanding what their problem is. Um, mm. So I think that working in a retail environment where you're like face-to-face with customers really helps, but by no means is that uh, going to be the same for every type of product management yeah. role. Not every, you know, there are product managers for, just pure technology companies. I happen to just be a product manager that has worked at retailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you're going to Facebook and Google, I don't know that working in a retail store mm-hmm. <laughs> really mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't, yeah, I'm not really sure what Facebook and Google would be looking for in a product manager, but I assume the same pillars kind of apply of, you know, being able to influence others and really help others see your vision and just, constant um constantly wanting to help the customer that that's Mm -hmm. kind of our driving force yeah yeah and you know you touched a bit about some traits that are important for being a 
uh, a product manager. Uh, some of them being like communication and also like a drive to want to help. Um, do you think there's like any other traits that will make you successful? And like if you have them, you will be successful in this field other than the uh, those that you mentioned? Yeah, I think knowing your data is really helpful. Um, you know, there are certainly people, not everyone has the best people skills. But something that will help a product manager get their point across is having really good data to support anything. So mm -hmm. if I'm telling you that we have a customer problem, I could tell that to anybody. But then if I also show you, hey, 100,000 customers are being impacted by this every day, you know, that's a lot of people are going to notice that and mm -hmm. they'll take you more seriously. Um, so you can talk your way into a lot of things, but at the end of the day, data is what um, every organization kind of um, is dependent upon. So understanding data is really important. And so data can be lots of different things. You have customer data where we get information from surveys and you need to be able to sort of analyze, okay, I see what customers are writing, but what is really the problem that they're experiencing? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. um, that can be really hard to figure out. Um, but if you can really mm -hmm. dive deep um, and analyze that information to figure it out, you're going to be that much better. And then um, we have all kinds of programs that give us um, the, um, the quantitative data points. And I can see that on, the numbers are showing me, okay, 100,000 customers every day are not able to add an item to cart that's really bad um, but then I need to be able to go a few steps further to figure out what's causing that and mm -hmm. um, maybe it could be as simple as well that item is sold out so no mm -hmm. big deal um, but you need to understand what are these numbers really telling you so mm -hmm. um, you you just have to get really good at being analytical uh, and, yeah. and you can teach yourself that um, I think that's another another strong trait, I think, is um, always being curious and just wanting to learn every day. Um, yeah. That is probably one of the biggest traits of a strong product manager is someone who's just curious about their job, about, um, about other positions within the company. I mean, I've learned a ton of things from merchants. I've learned tons of things from uh, developers, from the IT side. I've learned from uh, designers. And I, I mean, I'm learning from my peers on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and it helps you kind of look at problems differently as well. But um, beyond just learning about other people's roles and what they do and how they help customers on a daily basis, um, if you're just going outside of the box and seeking out new information. I mean, every day my friends and I are talking about something we heard on a new podcast mm -hmm. or something we read somewhere. Um, so we're constantly sharing new learnings. And so if you're just staying on top of that, that's really going to help you also. All right. So what would you say is your advice to a teenager that wants to pursue this job field? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, obviously I'm taking from my own 
background, but also just seeing what my other product management peers have done. I think that all of us have such diverse backgrounds, and I think that's kind of key to being a successful product manager is bringing in just all kinds of different experiences with you. So I came up through fashion merchandising. Uh, you know, early days when I was in college, um, I was I worked at retail stores, and that helped me kind of get this. And I understood what is it that customers are looking for when it comes to just shopping in general. Um, and then I worked my way up through merchandising at, uh, in a corporate setting. Um, and so you kind of become this jack of all trades. You start to learn little bits of the business and what's important to merchants and what's important to um, developers and on the IT side and what's important to designers. Um, and you start to pick up all these little bits and pieces and it makes you, you learn enough just to be a little dangerous and you're not necessarily an expert in every field, but you know lots of little things and that starts to help you progress through your career. And I, that's kind of my favorite part about it. Uh, my friends' mm -hmm. backgrounds are all very different as well. You know, I have people that came from um, the consulting world and they would consult big companies uh, in healthcare um, you know, people that um, were in the nonprofit organization. Um, and so having different backgrounds is, I think, really important, and that will help you to bring in a new perspective, um, and that's definitely what we need. I mean, diversity um, of the mind is kind of what I like to think of it as uh, because you'll bring in different uh, perspectives that no one has ever thought of before. Because if, if you kind of come up with just uh, one path, you probably won't be as successful. Uh, but if you have all these different experiences to uh, go back to that you have learned from, that's going to help you in your career. And I think that that's what makes a strong product manager. Mm, so like a strong emphasis on a lot of different things yeah uh, like a lot of different industries and like you said customer experience is also important because you need to know what the customer wants to be able to um, like do things for them yeah of course yeah. it's you know it depends on what type of company you work for i have always just worked for retailers so knowing how the customer shops is really important but if you're working for um you know, a company like Facebook, they don't necessarily, they don't have storefronts or anything for a customer to shop in. So that experience may not be as relevant per se. Um, but certainly in the retail world, that, that has helped me um, in my career. Um, so I think that, I think what's important is to not uh, discount yourself if anyone can be a product manager you just have to be a smart person um and so mm. if this is the type of role that you're interested in you know just because you've been a developer for the last five years uh, doesn't mean that you can't be a product manager i think anyone should be open to considering this role i, I think people get bogged down thinking that i'm not capable of doing that but um you know just have confidence in yourself is important. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So the next question that I have is so, sometimes people don't like answering it. So you don't have to if you don't want to. But 
would you say like the pay warrants like what you want like all your wants and needs and like it's like sufficient enough for for you yeah so i think that product management is a very well-paying career it has definitely afforded me a great lifestyle um it is a high-paying job absolutely um my advice though is that it it is not going to be that way for everybody um and this is just true within the industry as a whole. Typically what happens is when you start with an entry-level position at any place, you know, you're going to start with that entry-level pay, which could be, let's say, $30,000. When you start to get promoted within your role, you're, you're going to be capped at how much you can make. So um, each promotion will probably only give you a 10% bump each time. Um, you know, or more if you're lucky. Uh, but once you get to that product manager level, if you started at an entry level within the same company, you're probably never going to reach, uh, you would never make as much as some of your peers that have come in directly at a product management level. Um, and that's just the nature of the business. Um, it's rare to find a company that will uh, change your pay immediately when you become a product manager to match that of your peers i wish it were that way that would be amazing um but just Mm -hmm. from the companies that i've seen and you know everyone we all talk about our salaries so uh that -hmm. just seems to be kind of true across the board so that is where leaving a company to go somewhere where you can make more for possibly the same role that you were just doing you know that that happens and that is just the nature of the industry and it's totally it is what it is uh you know it's business mm-hmm. at the end of the day it is business and if money is what you're after then you should seek money if it's a certain lifestyle that you're afforded you know if it's um you're just you love the benefits that you get with your company and you have really good um time off you can work from home if those are things you value and you have that at your current company, then maybe you don't need to go look for another role. Um, but I would say overall, uh, product management pays very well. Um, it's just any career where you start at an entry level, it's going to be very hard to get to that true salary um, by just staying mm-hmm. at the same company is what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you would recommend like if you want the salary to be as much as like you can make it be your advice would be like maybe staying at the same company is not the best thing to do yeah um and i you know everyone knows that it's not a dirty secret or anything uh, yeah. so uh, yeah and what the i just wouldn't want anyone to be afraid to do that you know i think a lot of people think that being loyal to a company, you know, it's not typical for people these days to stay with one company for 20 plus years. It's rare to see that. It's amazing for the people that do. um, But personally, for me, I just knew that I wasn't going to get my true salary that a product manager should make Mm -hmm. um, unless I I had to leave the company. Um, Yeah. So, But I'm I'm at a very good place right now um Mm -hmm. i feel like i am making um what the average product manager makes um especially considering the city i live in and the company i work for 
and all of those things line up. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great when you get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my last question is, what do you want to do in the future? Do you want to continue doing this or um, is this, is there like another higher le- up level that you can work towards? Like, what is the future looking like? Yeah, well, I love product management. I feel so lucky to be in this role and in this realm um, because, like I said earlier, you know, I am kind of a jack of all trades. I know a little bit of everything, just enough to make me dangerous type thing. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And because of that, it opens up a lot of opportunities that you don't have to stay in product management. There are certainly other career paths that will be open to you because of this type of background. And I think that uh, product management is kind of highly sought after because of the type of skills that come with being a product manager. Um, but as far as the future, I would love to stay in product management. I would love to lead a team of product managers. I definitely see that as my path forward and, uh just kind of seeing what new ideas that what kind of innovations we can come up with when you have a team of really strong product managers it's just kind of endless the possibilities of things that you can come up with so i think that Mm -hmm. i want to stay in this career absolutely um and i'm lucky that where i am right now it you know we really value just group think and sharing ideas and coming up with new things all the time so Product management is something I want to stay in um, and just continue to grow within this industry. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. I don't have any more questions um, I want to ask. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it. I learned a lot about this job that you emphasize, like you don't have to know technology or like know how to code to work in the industry but I also encapsulate like a lot of different industries. And like you said, you're a jack of all trades. So there's a lot of industries that go into it. And it seems like a really fun job and something that you're really passionate about. And I'm sure a lot of teenagers today learned about this job. So thank you for just coming on the podcast and talking a bit about what you do. Yeah. Uh, And thank you for starting this. I think it's amazing what you're doing. I think it's really important too, um, because I I love telling people about what I do. I love my job. Um, I love when new people are interested in it. Um, And so I just want to make sure that everyone is aware, you know, there there aren't necessarily Mm -hmm. these barriers that you might think there are. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it's a great career. Um, And and thank you for what you're doing. I think it's awesome. And, you you know, if anyone has questions, um, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn, on um, Instagram, I guess those are kind of the only two places that I'm at. <laughs> but um, yeah, my name's Jordan Jordan. Yeah. I'm happy to answer any questions that people have about product management. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to Jordan for coming onto the podcast and talking with me and just being so amazing. Um, talking to me about her job. I could tell she was super passionate about that. And I really hope that you learn quite a few things about product management from this interview. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and you can always search the website at majorjobspodcast.com to see some more interviews or just look at the catalog on the podcasting platform that you're listening from right now. Again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.